How we doing? I am your host, Robert T. Gardner Jr., also known as Dr. Rob. Welcome to Station B.O.B. And let me tell you a little about thee. I am a kid from a Harlem hood who turned out good. I got educated like I should. Now I know how to help you grow to become the best of your being in life, love, and work. With that said, I am here to provide you with some clarity associated with the perplexity of the challenges in your life, love, and work. So, without further ado, let's get down on it. Enjoy the show. Ah, yes. Happy New Year and how you doing? Welcome to Station B.O.B. where you listen to learn how to become the best of your being in life, love, and work. And of course, I am your host, Dr. Rob. What's going on? I'm glad to be back with you, and I'm glad that you are back with me. And boy, do I have a topic for you today. And I I feel like if I do not discuss this matter, I would be remiss in my duty as a podcaster. Although I do not seek to discuss politics as it is a, a pod as this is a podcast that deals with issues related to life, love, and work. But today I'm gonna to talk about politics because this topic, this political topic, falls well within the realm of life. And so that's that's a subject that I like to take on, but it's not a, you know, a topic politics is not, you know, my thing for this particular podcast. But today, I need to talk about one Donald Trump. And when it comes to Donald Trump and this issue, like I said, it falls well within the realm of life. And if he is reelected, it will affect all of our lives in an adverse manner. And so, therefore, I feel compelled to discuss this topic. And with that said, let me hit you with the topic right now. And the topic is, if no man is above the law, then Donald Trump should not be able to run for president. Now, that is my topic for this podcast. However, I want to just provide a, a, a disclaimer just for clarification as to what I'm really trying to do here. So first, I'd like to say that I am not a fan of Donald Trump at all. Personally, I think he is a lot of things that are not good. Yet, keep in mind, as much as I am talking about him today, I am really not talking about him in terms of how bad I think he is. This is, I just want to be clear, this is not a Donald Trump bashing, okay? However, in order to provide the proper contextual, you know, flavor to this discussion, I have to talk about some of his transgressions in order to set the proper framework for what I'm really 
talking about in this podcast. Because remember, the, the podcast is, his name is in the topic, but we're really talking about, you know, is is the idea of, is man above the law? And so right now, the way things are trending, Donald Trump is trending above the law. So, as I said, just keep, I want to keep this topic in perspective, you know, whereby this is not a bashing of Donald Trump. It's more so a look at the audacity of the idea that he could probably walk away from all of his criminal, unethical, and diabolical behavior as it relates to his attempt to overthrow an election and his own government. And yet, now he seeks to run for that office again. And there are some, some things in life that make you say, hmm. You know, to take a line from one of my favorite all-time talk show hosts, Arsenio Hall. And this is certainly one of those things that, that make you say, hmm. Again, when I say I took on this topic, because it felt falls well within the purview of a life topic. That's because there is more than enough to be concerned about with a Donald Trump presidency. Just take a look at this. A man, you know, he has shown that he is a man that makes decisions for the country based on how good or bad it will make him look. As a so-called proud man, his pride is more seems to be more important to the ramifications of his decisions. For instance, as president, you may recall, he learned early on about the COVID-19 pandemic, lest we forget. He learned about this from his advisors and medical professionals for professionals, excuse me. And yet he failed to take the necessary steps to properly prepare and protect all of us from the onslaught of this virus because he was more concerned with how weak it would make him look. Now, he said this, not me. I'm not making this up. This, this is not my opinion. He has said this in interviews. And so I'm just paraphrasing and, and talking to you about what he has said. Okay, so, you know, it was his idea or perception that he would look, it would make him look weak to have to handle something much bigger than him, COVID-19. And it would diminish his perception, you know, or the people's perception of him as the president of these United States. So instead... Several hundred thousand people died in connection with his pride to hide the pandemic instead of cutting it off at the onset to the best of his ability with the available resources the United States had to handle that situation. And just like he didn't stop, you know, or head off at the past COVID-19, he also did not stop or take any steps to stop the resurrection. I'm sorry, insurrection. I was into my religious vibe there. That was a mental slip, but I make mistakes. 
We all make mistakes. To be human is to err. So what I'm saying is he didn't take any steps to stop the insurrection. Okay. So, but to be fair, going back to the virus, I will say that this, you know, several hundred thousand dead people later and no disrespect to those who passed away during the pandemic. And, but with, with much urging by his aides and medical professionals, he put his pride aside for a minute or two and signed some things that got the ball rolling to develop vaccines to deal with this virus. So, you know, I'm always fair. So I, I, I'll give him that and thank God that that finally happened. And so now I will stop with the COVID talk the COVID-19 talk, as that is not the topic of this podcast. I don't want to aberrate, you know, go off track. The focal point of this podcast is the statement of the day, which has been a founding principle of the United States since the existence of this country as a civilized nation. And that is no man is above the law. But, B-U-T, today that, that tenant is really being called into question as Donald Trump, the former president of these United States, not only provoked an insurrection of his own government, but also he had an elaborate plan to overthrow or undo the election that he lost to President Joe Biden even though he had been well-informed legally and by his closest aides and confidants that he lost the election fair and square, he still spearheaded a resurrection. And as we all know and saw on live television, no matter what your favorite news network might be, not to mention that he did absolutely nothing to stop that insurrection and he even had the unmitigated goal to watch it unfold on television with his family and friends I mean by golly if that don't beat all so again I'm not talking about Donald Trump but as we know him when I talk about him these are the only things that I can talk about because there is not a lot of good to go around in this, you know, in this particular case. And I, and I, and I ask, please tell me, even if you are a supporter of Donald Trump, how could you be all right with that behavior from a person who was the president of the United States? And then, oh my God, oh my God, he is running again. And even though he has been insisting now for years that the election is rigged, well, why would you even want to run again? I mean, can you imagine if he loses? And I hope and expect that he does because we cannot and should not have 
an insurrectionist serve as president of the United States. Not to mention, we will never, ever hear the end of it if he loses that the election was rigged. Like, why would he do that to himself? Has he been sitting here to, to, to drive us crazy with this? Check this out. Even though at the present time he is leading in all of the many national polls against the GOP candidates, and even in some cases he leads in some polls over the current president. But, B-U-T, I would be really, I'm, I'm really, I am hard-pressed to believe that Americans could or would really re-elect this man into the office of the president of these United States. And let me tell you why. You know what? Before I tell you why, I'm going to step aside and let a promo in, and then we'll pick up this discussion on the other side of the break. Relationship Readiness Life and Work Preparedness Services, the place you come to for coaching, consulting, and counseling in life, love, and work. We are a multi-purpose service organization that will coach you up, educate, guide, and motivate you to succeed. We provide management training and consulting services for all businesses in the areas of employee relations, unionized employees, progressive discipline, the annual review process, and emotional intelligence to develop effective leaders for your organization. And our relationship counseling services for individuals, couples, groups show you how to become relationship ready with improved self-esteem, resilience, and self-awareness. To learn more about our programs and services, please contact Robert T. Gardner Jr. by email at changeagentrtg at gmail.com or request a meeting for a free one-hour consultation at relationshipreadiness.org. Thank you, and let's go back to Station B.O.B. All right. Welcome back. Now, you know, I am really feeling some passion and concern you know, about this topic, but, you know, I like to keep it light, too. So every now and then, I, I want to make sure that we take a moment to laugh because laughter is, is you know, sprinkles happiness and it helps us to feel good. So every now and again, I like to take a minute to laugh. So I have a, a dad joke for you today, and then I want you to let me know, or I will let you know if, I thought you thought it was a good dad joke. So here it is. My wife asked me to put ketchup on the grocery list. I was on my way to, to Walmart. And like I said, my wife asked me to, to put ketchup on the grocery list. And so now I can't read it. Was that a good dad joke? What'd you say to that? All right, it's all good. You know, nothing beats a failure but a try, okay? Okay, so we had to get that in just to lighten it up, but back to the topic. So if no man 
is above the law, then Donald Trump should not be allowed to run for the presidency of the United States. Now, I hear a lot of pundits and politicians say, let the people decide in an, in an election. That, that is like saying, I robbed a bank that I worked at to feed the homeless. And so now I should not lose my job at the bank. Picture that. Then there are many others who are simply saying Trump has a right to be on the ballot. Well, I'd like to know how and why he should be on the ballot and considered qualified to hold the office of the president. Like, like, tell me how and why would you even want that? I mean, this has nothing to do with my dislike for Trump. I just cannot say that enough. This has nothing to do with that. This has everything to do with the notion the uh, uh, a tenant that has been a pillar of American society since slavery, okay? That no man is above the law. So let me take you back here. In 2016, when he was elected, Donald Oath took I'm Donald Oath, excuse me. Donald Trump took an oath. And that oath was as follows. I do solemnly swear or affirm that I will faithfully execute the office of the President of the United States and will to the best of my ability preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States of America. Okay, and as you already know, now check this out. On January 6, 2021, Donald Trump severely violated his oath of office. He did not defend the Constitution. Okay, you feel me? Instead, he provoked and aided and abetted a real live insurrection to overthrow his own government. So now what is that issue here is that, you know, there is a section, section three of the 14th Amendment of the United States Constitution that that speaks to this aberration, this, this rebellion, this Benedict McArnold, Benedict Arnold, excuse me. I'm just uh, stop smoking for my podcast. <laughs> so, anyway, according to the many various courts and their decisions, there appears to be a myriad of loopholes in in this section three. Like one court said, this does not apply to presidents. This is Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. And if that be the case, then Donald Trump would be above the law. As I said, he's currently trending above the law, especially since... Now, listen to this. The, the A judge in Colorado said that this section of the 
Constitution does not apply to presidents. But I want you to listen to this. On January 6, 2021, was he the president or was he not the president? You see, because on January 6, 2021, there was supposed to be a peaceful transfer of power on that day from the president who had been voted out of office, Donald Trump, to the new president who had been voted into office and sworn in and and who took the same oath that I previously mentioned. So help me understand, you know, that application of the law. November 6, 2021, we we, we already had a new president, and you cannot have two presidents at the same time. Therefore, Donald Trump was not the president on January 6, 2021, especially since a president, a new president, had already been taken his oath and sworn in. I mean, are you hearing me? So, you know, I just, I, I just stopped here because I just had a thought that I wanted to share with you. Then, of course, the thought evaded me. So all I'm asking is help me understand that application of the law. And and then that same court held that that article, Section 3 does not even mention the president. Therefore, this section does not hold the president responsible for his insurrection. Although that same judge said that that former President Trump did all of the things related to enabling, abetting, provoking an insurrection. And, and, you know, the court most definitely said that he participated and led that. So what I'm asking is help me make this make sense. Because if this section does not apply to the president, then what does apply to the president when he or, or when he or soon to be she commits a crime in broad daylight in front of the entire world who watched on television that dreadful day. But not only that, if this section as it reads only pertains to senators, Congress, or electors of the president, then why would it not pertain to the highest office in the land, the office of the presidency? I mean, that makes no sense. Are you hearing me? It seems to me that the only thing that matters here is that there is language in the in the Constitution that specifically states, and I'm going to read. I'm going to read that section three of the Fourteenth Amendment. Okay, just just so you have it firsthand, and I want you to think about what I'm saying. Section 3, no, let me just do this. 14th Amendment, Equal Protection and Other Rights. Section 3, Disqualification from Holding Office. 
No person shall be a senator or representative in Congress or elector of the president and vice president or hold any office, civil or military. You hear that? Hold any office, civil or military, under the United States or under any state. You hear that? Any state. Certainly not a president who would hold office over all of the 50 states who, having previously taken an oath as a member of Congress or as an officer of the United States or as a member of of any state legislature or as an executive or judicial officer of any state to support the Constitution of the United States shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same or even aid or comfort to the enemies thereof. Okay? So that's saying that you cannot hold an office. It does not have to mention the president. And you know why it probably doesn't mention the president? Because the people who wrote this, I'm sure they could not imagine that any president of the United States would provoke an insurrection. So that's why the president is not mentioned there, but he or she would certainly have to be covered under this because it would not be there if it was not intended to to speak to any and all who would engage in an insurrection of their own government, especially in these United States. And I know I'm getting all passionate. I might have to stop it for a minute and tell another dad joke. But I'm going to keep it going. So it seems to me that the... Well, well, let me just say this. I I think it's enough said. You know, as they say on the street, enough said. I'm just very disappointed that there's such a large contingent of Americans who, who... who, who can just so easily overlook what happened at the hands of Donald Trump. And I'm saying to you, if America is America, then no man is above the law. Because I bet your bottom dollar, and you need to hear me. Are you hearing me? I bet your bottom dollar. If President Obama, former President Obama, put together an elaborate scheme to overthrow an election, then encourage hundreds or thousands of black men and women to go down to the Capitol and take back their country? I tell you, there would have been thousands of black men and women dead on arrival at the Capitol, and President Obama would still be in jail to this day. The behavior of those insurrectionists on that day warranted that response. But for some reason, you tell me, that just did not happen to them. And this is just one of those things that make you say, hmm. So in conclusion, I will say, If Donald Trump is allowed to be on the ballot 
and run for the office of the presidency of the United States, then that long-standing principle, that tenet, that pillar of American society, which has been a benchmark of the United States since it came into existence, that no man is above the law, that would be a thing of the past. Because it would unequivocally say that, in fact, there are at least one man or some men that are above the law. And that is not all men. It just seems to be the men who write the laws who are not subjected to their own laws. But instead, one man is a man. No, I'm sorry. One man who is a man of low character. Somehow, unbeknownst to me. Well, I, I think I do know. But, you know, at the same time, it's just hard to understand. You feel me? Somehow, this man is highly regarded by a large contingent of American citizens. America, what are we doing? It seems as though when it comes to some men, it is not the law that matters. It is truly who the man is that matters. And I hope for the sake of the USA that this man will one day be held accountable for his actions. Not because I am not a fan of Donald Trump, but because his actions have been criminal, insanely criminal to overthrow your own government and then run for the office of president again. Like, oh my God. And so, if he has not been, well, if he eventually is not held accountable, I mean, he has already declared that he will pardon those who have been sentenced to serve time in prison for years for their parts in, in his insurrection. Now, he said this. This is not my dislike of him. He said that, Okay. So don't look at me, don't frown upon me as, you know, as I said earlier. And I mean, this is not a Donald Trump bashing. This is a Dr. Rob truth telling. And sometimes the truth feels like a bashing. But that is not what I am doing. I am facting here. You get it? Facting. Facts. So, and then... He said he would pardon himself from the fusillade of criminal charges currently pending against him. And ladies and gentlemen, that would be a travesty in the ultimate level of travesties of justice. If y'all think the O.J. Simpson case was bad, this would be, I'm just lost for words, but you feel me, and I know it. And so all I can say 
is this is what happens when somebody tries to make America great again. They fuck it up. Because you see, we were not perfect, but we we were and and, and uh, will always be a work in purpose for I'm sorry, a work in progress for the greater good of mankind in the United States. But for some reason, we seem to have lost our way. And with that said, I'm going to leave it right there because I'm a I'm one who lives in the positive. But let me now and then, as a human being, I could have my own moments to say, hmm. And I tell you, this is one of those times that it's just really hard to understand. How this man could be considered a potential leader of these United States. And so, as I said, I'm going to leave it right there. And when it is time to vote, come out and vote, however you plan to vote. But come out and vote and make a difference so we can make America do what it has been doing to keep working to become a better place of life, liberty, and justice for all. And with that said, I just want you to remember that love is not supposed to hurt and life is good even when it ain't. Happy New Year. I look forward to riding with you, talking with you, rolling with you, coming to you with some more podcasts. Peace. As we wrap up this show, I hope this topic helped you to grow. And now you know a little bit more than you knew before. If you have any questions about this topic, please email me at changeagentrtg at gmail.com. See my website, relationshipreadiness.org. To learn more about my counseling, consulting, and educational programs related to life, love, and work. Finally, in the words of the late, great Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., If I can help somebody as I pass along, if I can cheer somebody with a word or song, if I can show somebody he is traveling wrong, then my living will not be in vain. Until we meet again, do the right thing when nobody is looking. Peace, beloved.